Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hour two of the program. Going to talk a lot of hoops this hour. Hit on the Anthony Davis trade rumors. Lots of angles unfolding there. We hear that the Los Angeles Lakers are finally involved in discussions with the Pelicans about Anthony Davis really trying to push to trade for him before the trade deadline. Of course, a mega trade with the Knicks sending Kristaps Porzingis off to the Dallas Mavericks, which certainly creates a new angle this summer that the Knicks now become serious contenders to possibly land Anthony Davis should these talks stretch to the summer. Of course, Boston will enter those conversations of the summer they are not in those conversations now because of an obscure rule where they cannot trade for another player on a rookie extension right now after they did that with Kyrie Irving so um, my piece online at wwl.com right now says that the Pelicans should wait until this summer to trade Anthony Davis and we'll get into that in just a little bit but first we've got to talk a little LSU maybe a lot of LSU because the Tigers they win again they go on the road and they throttle Texas A&M 72-57 to yesterday. You heard that right here on WWL in this time slot. And the Tigers remain undefeated in the SEC. They're up to 19th in both the coaches and AP polls. And as Ralph Michaels told you there, right before the top of the hour, nowhere to go but up, he thinks, for the Tigers this season. So we're going to bring on in Tyler Nunez of tigerag.com to talk about it here tyler welcome back to the show man what's going on the tigers are red hot yeah man they're still uh they're still going i could have sworn they'd have a loss by now in sec play but here we are they keep uh pulling out wins in a lot of different ways so uh, when they got here and it i mean it seems to be going in the right direction yeah no doubt about it let's talk about tremont waters yesterday my goodness 36 oh, points <laughs> six of 10 from three i mean he was as good as he has ever been in a tiger's uniform yeah absolutely and it's not just that i mean he was i mean it didn't really turn out turn out the way it usually does but he was distributing the ball really well as well but he yeah he just took over that game whenever he had the ball in his hand he just he knew exactly what to do with it uh, he, I guess he likes to put on a show in Reed Arena because last time he was there, he hit that uh, that phenomenal game winner, and he had, also had a good game. This time he goes there and drops half of LSU's points in a 72-57 win. So, Tremont Waters, huge game. Yeah, he, well, he's rounding into Waters' form, the Waters that we saw last year, and yeah. really so are a lot of these young guys, um, which is what makes this so exciting. And, and even Darius stays off the bench. I know um, Will Wade said basically, I told you so, or actually maybe that verbatim was, I told you so in the press <laughs> conference today about day uh, he's got a, a, a load of players here a lot of young players that really has rounded out this roster over the last few weeks yeah well we kind of bragged about it he said the, he, although he said he, we, we didn't listen we were all tweeting about it as soon as uh as soon as it was going on right. we, all, we all knew exactly what was going on uh yeah Darius Davis had a great game I think the best part was he didn't get into foul trouble I don't think he can a foul all game and that's really been a that's been his primary issue is he hasn't been able to stay on the floor long enough to make but he was out there, and, I mean, he, he had seven offensive rebounds, eight rebounds overall. 
Uh, he got nine points, I believe. I think. I mean, that's one of the best performances he's had all season. He was only on the floor for 15 minutes, so those are really good numbers. That's really high efficiency, and uh, those offensive rebounds are huge. And yeah, it's not just him. I mean, Javante Smart was huge in that uh, comeback win against Missouri in overtime. Oz uh, Reed, he may not be per- performing as well offensively as a lot of people would hope, but defensively, he's one of the most valuable players that LSU has. These these freshmen have really grown up in a big way, and. Uh, I think that, I mean, they've played a really big part uh, in LSU's success so far. So that's 10 in a row now for the Tigers, probably going to make it 11 when they play Arkansas, you would think anyways. I guess nothing's assured in conference play. But this team, I tell you, Tyler, I think it's just playing as well as this program has since maybe Lynn Davis was on campus. I really mean that. I I, I can't remember an LSU team that has played this well for this long of a stretch in, in at least a decade, maybe longer. Yeah, it definitely didn't happen during the Trent Johnson era, and I can't say it ever happened during the Johnny Jones era either. So, and yeah, this is uh, I mean, this is new territory for LSU in recent history. Uh, they haven't really been able to do this for a long time. I mean, the last time they won seven, they've opened SEC play with six or seven wins was those Glenn Davis teams. I think it was the 06 team that went to the Final Four. So, I think this is uh, I mean, LSU is definitely trending up. It says a lot about Will Wade what he's been able to do with this program in just a year and a half, really, and. I think, I mean, you you got to like the way that they're, they're trending. And it seems like it's a different player every game. I mean, last night it was Tremont Waters. The game before that it was Skylar Mays and Javante Smart. The game before that I believe it was Cavell Bigby-Williams. I mean, it, it, it's somebody else different every time they hit the floor. And it really speaks to their depth. Here's a text from the 504. It says, LSU basketball snuck up on me. They're pretty good. I like the coach. Uh, Tyler Nunez here joining us from Tiger Eye. Let's talk about that coach. And and if there was yeah. one, uh, not necessarily a knock, but one question mark about Will Wade was, well, can he win with the players that he recruits uh, to the program? It's because he only stayed a couple of years at VCU, only stayed a couple of years yeah. at uh, stop before that. But here he says he's here for the long – yeah, he says, Tyler, he's here for the long haul, and it's hard not to believe him if he's going to win at this clip and get these kind of players over to Baton Rouge. Yeah, if he can keep doing this, there would be no reason for him to leave. I think if they could – I mean, LSU he, – he, he mentioned the other day LSU's not Kentucky, but if he keeps doing this every season, it's not going to take long to kind of develop that blue blood status, right? Like if they're able to come out with these young teams every year and, and, and bolster them with, that, with, with, uh, with experienced guys, I think that there's no reason to believe that he can't continue to win to these guys. These, this team's winning because it's well-coached. I mean, this the same team could go to a lot of programs in this country and not have the same success. These guys are well-coached. I mean, when you have this many freshmen playing such large roles and with really an, only an eight-man rotation, I think that says a lot about what Will Wade's been able to do with them over a short period of time. So, uh, Will Wade, a lot of attention to detail. I mean, he gets the most out of these guys. I mean, uh, the guys who have been there for extended periods of time, like Skylar Mays, Marshall Graves, they've all talked about the the uh, the improved work ethic that they've developed since he's gotten here. I think that, I mean, Will Wade, he's going to brush off any credit you give him, but he, he's really one of the primary reasons that LSU's been able to turn it around over these last couple of years. How do you see this SEC conference right now and kind of the hierarchy? It's, I think we've talked about this before. It seems it's so top-heavy yeah. so top heavy to me, and LSU's among that. I really only think actually a trio of teams up at the top of the schedule if you talk about Tennessee and Kentucky. I think there's – and LSU's already beaten South Carolina, so there's a little bit of a drop-off after that, but they're competing with the big boys right now. Yeah, they're in that they're in that tier with Tennessee and Kentucky right now. Obviously, they haven't played either of those teams yet, so uh, that that'll come in February. We'll learn a little bit more about LSU, about a little bit more about the Tigers. Uh, after that, after you know 
Tennessee and Kentucky. There's, there's LSU. Auburn is a team that struggled a lot that I don't think anybody really expected. I think that they were, I mean, they were a top 10 team at one point of the season, and I think they're two and four, three and three in SEC play so far. That's not where you want to be. Uh, I think that uh, Mississippi State has also struggled in a way that people didn't expect. But then, like you mentioned, uh, South Carolina. I mean, they they weren't picked to do very well. Ole Miss was picked to finish dead last in the conference, and they've got some wins. I think that uh, you're, you're right. It's a little bit top-heavy, but at the same time, any game is a losable game. We saw Tennessee really struggle against Vanderbilt, who's still looking for their first SEC win so far this season. So uh, I think that uh, especially when LSU's on the road, there's a lot to be worried about. And even Arkansas this weekend, they've got a, they got a lottery pick in Daniel Gafford. So and he really beat LSU up when they were up in Fayetteville earlier this season. So I think that. Uh, there's no no game. There's not any easy win on the schedule, but LSU has kind of separated itself from a lot of the rest of the conference. So let's play optimist to close it out here. Been a lot of pessimism yeah. with the the Saints loss and Anthony Davis around these parts <laughs> the last couple of weeks. So let's play yeah. optimist to close it out here. What's this team's ceiling? What's this team's ceiling for you this year, Tyler? Ceiling. I'm gonna say third in the SEC with a four seed in the SEC in the NCAA tournament. Is that uh, optimistic enough? Yeah, that's that, that's optimistic to me. Right now, Lenardi has him as a five seed in the tournament. Do you think yeah. that they can make a run uh, to the second weekend of said NCAA tournament? Oh, absolutely. This is a, a good friend of mine, Cody Warsham, a guy whose job I took, and he's now works at LSU Athletic Department. I think he put it best. Uh, this is a six-team super tape take a game based on the matchups that they're given in the tournament. I think that uh, they're obviously not a perfect team. They're not as deep as they'd like to be as far as uh, – I think an eight-man rotation is a little shallow, especially once you get into the tournament play. Uh, but if given the right matchups, they could they can make a run in the NCAA tournament for sure. It's Tyler Nunez, uh, at by Tyler Nunez uh, on Twitter, tigerrag.com. Tyler, we'll be talking to you a lot more as the season progresses. Thanks so much again. Yep. Yeah, man, anytime, man. I enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look, LSU basketball, and there he goes, LSU basketball on fire right now. Ten wins in a row, and it doesn't look like uh, they're going to slow down anytime soon, this this ride that they're on. Now, their schedule might slow them down a little bit here because after Arkansas, like Tyler referenced, things get a lot tougher. They play Mississippi State on the road, who's 22nd in the country right now. Auburn at home. Auburn struggling, but they were a top-10 team before the season. you got Kentucky and, and Florida a couple times, Tennessee on the back half. So this schedule will get a lot tougher, but this win streak probably is going to reach 11 they take care of business at home on Saturday. We'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll talk more hoops. We'll talk some Pelicans and Anthony Davis. And then second half of the hour, we'll talk to Bobby Marks, front office ESPN insider, about possible Anthony Davis trades and how the Pelicans will go forward. I'm Seth Dunlap. The last lap continues on WWL. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 